What's up, everybody? I'm on my chill vibes right now because it's Friday night. But it's Miss DP. <laughs> it's like another episode because it's going to be get better and better and better. So the last programming I was using wasn't so great. So it was not the microphone. It wasn't. I was like, I can't be the microphone. I was like switching everything around, like checking everything out, wondering what the heck is going on. And I'm like, I know this is a really good microphone. We've used it a couple of times. So it wasn't the microphone, but like, did you notice there was like some popping noise or what? I, I don't know what it was. It was the program that I saved my audio file and blah, 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 blah. I don't think you need to know anything else. Uh, just bear with me. So the most exciting thing that happened today was the fact that I got an email and it had all the information about the CrossFit Open. So that's why I came back on, because I was like, I have to jump back on and explain to the people, um, give the breakdown. And then as I'm going through it, I was like, oh, I never mentioned what Dave Castro said four weeks ago. So first things first, before we start, check out MissDFit.com for apparel, fitness apparel, e-trackers, fitness equipment, and e-books. Okay, you won't be disappointed, so thank you so much. It's, it's really coming together really nicely, and there will be more actually customized pieces. So just come on, trust, trust, trust and believe you'll like it because I have the taste. So I was just jamming out to some reggae music, so it's pretty cool. Ja reggae, jazz, and blues. So that kind of got me like really calm. And then I was like, let me go back on. Let me go back on to the people and speak. Now that I have better sound quality. Um, and check my email in the process. And then I was like, I have to go back on and tell them what's going on with CrossFit. Oh, I got some static. Excuse me. Things happen. We keep it real on here. <laughs> That's what I have to do, keep it real. Is that better? Yes. <laughs> All right, so let's take a looky look. The, I wasn't trying to look and see where the email was. I know what it said, but I want to look exactly at it so I can give you all the, all the data. So there's so many, it's, it's going to be really, really exciting this year. To watch the CrossFit games because they've added some new stuff. I mean, every year they add new stuff, but like I think since we've been quarantined, everyone's like can't go to an event, but at least you can be part of the event and then you know you're being scored. So that's always the awesome part. And I'm participating, which I mentioned before. So I won't be potting as much because I gotta train and then I gotta recover. I have to train, do the event, and then recover, and then do other, you know, other responsibilities. So why am I not seeing this email that I was talking about? Well, that's okay. <laughs> it's like right when I had it, I'm going to check one more place, because I have like three different emails. I got a lot going on, guys. 
But basically what I was trying to, trying to get at while I'm looking through here and there's not dead air or too much of it is that there's going to be the open, the online qualifiers, and then the finals, which is the games. But in between the qualifiers is this new category, which is going to be amazing. First off, if you're doing equipment like me and scaled in RX, you are using a jump rope, one single dumbbell, plyo box, a barbell, with standard bumper plates, which I'm still like, what are standard bumper plates? I still don't know what weight that is, but we'll figure it out. And a pull-up bar and, you know, a wall. So access to a wall. So more than likely that's like handstand push-ups, wall balls, but they didn't say wall balls, but it was like, what else would you use the wall for? So we're all gonna be surprised as usual and challenged as usual. And yeah, I think that's it. I think I didn't mention before that there is a one dumbbell. It's just bizarre because it's like not two, just one. So it's like, okay, why? Why though? So we will find out why, why though. <laughs> so you do the three weeks, right? You do the CrossFit Open, you do the three weeks, you have to submit your final score by March 29th. I think I said the 22nd before. No, the 29th is the last day to submit your third week score, right? College. And you get all nervous and probably by like, depending what time zone you're in, not all the stats will be up. But I'll be on there checking the leaderboard though after I submit my, after my last score submitted <laughs> and validated, you know, just to see where I'm at. Because it could always change. And then I'm, um, I'm guessing by March 30th, I'm, I'm hoping, like, within 24 hours, I'm telling you, usually that's what it is, but things change. So you never know, too, because every year there might be more people that's actually doing it, so, or, you know, um, participating, and now they added another category, so that's even more people. So, you know, hopefully within the next day or two, uh, like the 30th, 31st, you'll be able to see where you are on, your, on the leaderboard. So, what I was trying to mention, though, is that there's this other category. Oh, I found the email. Okay, goody. Yay. <laughs> I downloaded I was like, I got to see this. I don't even know if I subscribed to this person or if they found me, but thank you so much. Like, CrossFit people are so amazing. Thank you so much. So, okay, it breaks it down. It has boxes. It has colors. It's color-coordinated. It has arrows. This is perfect for somebody like me who needs, like, visuals, too. <laughs> So the Open is March 11th to the 29th. We already discussed that, and that's for all athletes. Then the quarterfinals um, is the top 10% per continent of everyone who um, competed. So those numbers vary, so then we, we don't know who those top are, but it's the 10%. Okay? Then there's the semifinals, which is May 24th to June 20th. 30 athletes per competition. Then the last chance qualifiers, I forgot to mention that, and I forgot to mention the semis, and then the finals. So before the actual games with this July 27th to August 1st, there's the semifinals. So 30 athletes per competition, 
And then I don't know if they always did this, but they have the last chance qualifiers. And then the finals is July 27th to August 1st. Okay? But peep this. This is something so super, super exciting. Let me screw down. Oh, first place for the open winner is $15,000. Second place is $10,000. Third place is $7,500. Fourth place is $6,000. And fifth place is $5,000. So that's new. They didn't have cash prizes for the open winners before. It was only for the finals, which is the CrossFit Games, as far as I know. Okay, awesome. A lot of new stuff. All right, so my favorite part to talk about that Steve Castro did mention, but he was just, like, vague about it, and he mentioned it four weeks ago when he was doing an interview about it, about the CrossFit Games. So I'm looking at the worldwide map. It has, like, North America, Africa, South America, Asia, Oceania. Like, there's so many people that compete um, in the Open or participate. So, I'm well, it's competing, you know, right? It's competing. I did not realize this was 29 pages. Jeez Louise. <laughs> so, yeah, it breaks everything down. I don't want to bore you to tears. Um, but when it's all said and done, the top people, the top 20, make it to the Games Finals in July. But it's a process. And in between those times, too, there's sanctional events that, that used to go down, too. So um, it's interesting to hear um, if they're still doing that. All right. I got to remember to register, too. I won't forget. I got to have to register for the next couple of days. You have up till the day of to register, so I'm okay. They have the teams. I'm not getting into that. I'm not so much familiar, and that's okay. Um, I'm just trying to tell you the biggest surprise that I have. While I'm on here, is this new section that they added? So they added like this other event within the event. I'm like getting used to all of that because after I did Wadapalooza and there was like three different events going on at one time, I was like, uh, okay. So this could apply to me and many other people. They're doing it by occupation. So they're going to have like a throwdown after the qualifiers that is by occupation. So military, police, firefighters, teachers, that would be me, and guess what? College students that will have, that will compete against each other, I guess, per occupation. So I could, you know, technically, or, you know, qualify. Now, how you qualify for this, that I don't see that, but I, I will definitely fill you in because when I come back after the open, that will be my, my next conversation. But it could be like me, masters, throwing down with other teachers that are masters. So it's amazing. So that's something that's new that they added. And um, Dave Castro did say they were going to do that, but it depends how many people sign up for that. Or, like, I usually register and put my occupation. So I don't know if it's something that's going to be, obviously you'd want to, do that so that you could qualify for it. I'm really excited for it. So it will be its own like 
competition within the competition, like during around like when the online qualifiers are going down. Um, I'm trying to find the actual date. Yes. So it will be May 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th. It's saying, and 10th. So May 6th through May 10th. It's saying age group online qualifier and occupational games. This is new. So we have to wait and see what Dave Castro is going to say about this because this is really exciting. And it may be like another op opportunity for people that might not have qualified to qualify for the occupational games. And it sounded like it was going to be virtual the way he explained it. So it wouldn't involve like you traveling somewhere. I mean, probably like back in the like pre-COVID, you probably would meet somewhere in person and throw down. Yeah, like there was never anything virtual except for like submitting your video when it came to CrossFit. So I think a lot of us got exposed to this new virtual world. So I think that will be a virtual competition. But I would do it. Like if I qualified for it, I would definitely do it, you guys. You see me on there. You cheer me on. I would do it. Because who knows, maybe, you know, it'd be one of those things they only try out for one year and then next year they don't have it. So I got to do it. Hey, they might not have it again, you know. Teenagers are back. So everything is going down, like, in Wisconsin. It's definitely going to be in Wisconsin, Madison, Wisconsin. And I would love to participate and, like, you know, be a spectator or work the event. I think that would be exciting and a chance for me to travel since I got my COVID shot. <laughs> so that is really exciting. Like, you cannot tell me that's exciting. And then who knows what other tricks... Steve Castro has up his sleeve because I'm listening to him again because I listened to the I listened to this interview four weeks ago. I'm talking about this interview he had online um, on YouTube. It's on the CrossFit Games um, YouTube page, so you'll have to look it up. I'm not going to look it up right now because I'm going to get distracted. <laughs> Um, but it was Steve Castro about four weeks ago was talking about, you know, he's being interviewed, talking about the Open, and he mentioned all this stuff. And then she said, and the person he was talking to was an affiliate owner, so she knew the right questions to ask. She was like, so it's only three weeks. Does that mean three workouts? And he's like, well, we'll just have to wait and see. And I was just like, the first time he said it, I was like, okay. Then when I listened to it the second time, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, he's going to throw some extra in there, so it's going to end up being four workouts. So it's like you had the four weeks, huh? Just saying. Do you remember last year when they did, like, part one and a part two? It's like, hello, Dave, that's two workouts in one day, back to back. It's like rest 13 minutes then. So you have, it's like, no, <laughs> like, what are you doing to so it's two workouts. Let's stop it. I called it out right away. Me and, like, several other people were probably like, yeah, okay. But they're shorter. Yeah, okay. I do that to my clients, and I've done it to myself. It's, it's like a separate workout. Oh, you only have five minutes, like, right after the first workout. Mm, okay, but we gave you 13 minutes in between. So for those of you who are new to CrossFit, yeah, just welcome to the fun and games. Because, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll pick stuff up. After your first year, you kind of, like, I'm still learning stuff, but, like, when you get used to Dave, oh, jeez, just go through one open, I'm telling you, you'll experience the madness, and you'll love it or hate it at the same time, or you'll hate it or you'll love it, so we'll see what happens. Um, 
one thing that I mentioned before was Sarah Sick has a new coach. Because I was like, I went on live and I was talking about the Open. And I said, not the Open, I was talking about the, the games. Um, yeah, Sarah Sick dropped so far off the leaderboard and I didn't understand what was going on. So I'm talking about this first set. Before they narrowed it down to five, I can't remember off the top of my head. What was it, top 12? Top, was it top 20 and then top five? And they did separate? Yeah, that was better that way. I wonder if they'll do it like that again. But anywho, so what was I saying? Oh, God, I had like a brain fog or something. <laughs> I just totally forgot what I was mentioning. Um, what point was I getting at? That's why I got to write my notes down sometimes. I just went freestyle with no notes because I talked a lot on the last one. Um, holy moly. Yo, this is what happens when you become a master's athlete. <laughs> I don't remember for the life of me. Um, what I was mentioning. Um, where I was going with this, I was talking about last year, how there was, oh, Sarah Sig, my dear, my dear. So I went on live and I was, I was just like, what's going on with Sarah? Like Sarah dropped from like, you know, like she was at seventh place and then dropped to like 19 and then like she looked all pissed and like, I've seen her perform before. Like I felt like I've been, like the, the elite athletes, I, the ones that I focus on the most were Sarah Sig, Brooke Entz, um, I wonder if she's competing. She's like a secret. Like one year she didn't qualify, then she took a break, then she was injured. She was ready to come back. Um, she did a demo. She was one of the demo squad. And then she said she's, she's definitely going to compete, but like again, and then we didn't hear nothing about it. So I don't know if she's like me and wants to keep a low profile about it. And then when she's ready, she'll come out and she'll tell everybody. But now that's the opens going on. Like I watched one of her pods. She did not mention it, but she's always training on the low like me. So I'm like, all right, let's see if she announces that she's didn't do the open. Um, but as far as I know, two, um, you didn't have to see, I don't remember how it worked if you had to do the open to qualify or if you could just have done the sanctional. So it's all mixed up. I mean, I could ask somebody, but I'm just saying this to say, like, if maybe she's not going to do the Open, but there's another way she, she could qualify for the games. But mostly I think everybody legit does the Open. I think that's the, the starting point. So, yeah, I watched Brooke and Sarah Sig, Carrie Pierce. She's from New York, so I was like, yes, Noah Olson, Matt Frazier. Rich Froning, um, Panchik at one point. There's so many names that, like, Ben, uh, what's his last name? Some of these people don't even compete anymore. They're OGs. And I usually follow everyone. I'll follow their social media and stuff like that and learn about them. And I was watching Sarah, and I was just like, that's not how she usually performs. Something's up. Sometimes you wonder if someone's injured or if something went wrong. Like, she just looks totally pissed when I was watching clips of her. And then she had dropped so far, I was like, oh, there's no way she's going to make the top five. So then it came up about that she got new coaching. So I said, maybe that's what it is, because the coach, whatever coach she had for the past three years, 
you know, she's been struggling to move up on the leaderboard and qualify for the games again. So that's not good. Like, for somebody that's so elite like her, she should be up there, even if she's top five, you know? She should never fall out of that. But then you got somebody like um, Haley, who just, who's a rookie, who just snuck up. So, like, you just never know what's going to happen. So I was worried. And then I saw something about her coaching, and Noah said, you know, on um, an interview that he referred her to someone he knows from the training think tank, and then there's someone I know locally that's training with them. So I'm like, that's what you do. When you get to that level, you train with the top coaches, especially the ones that know the games recently, not someone who competed in the regionals or the games six years ago. Stuff changes, like, every year. So it would have to be... consistent coach that trains someone for CrossFit games. That's how I would do it. Not someone in my local box. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, unless they train games level, not local events level, not regionals, like, you need somebody who's trained games level or at least go to a gym that has elite athletes that were in the games, like, you know, when people throw down at Mayhem or with, like, you could, even if Matt Frazier opened up a gym, even though he retired, like, you would want that level, you know, I mean, that's all I'm trying to say, and I'm not going to say it again, like, the coaching part of it matters, like, I don't know, what, is, what would we say, like, 60% the athlete, 40% coaching, if it was me, like, I don't know, I wanted to say 50-50, but it's not 50. It's just not. <laughs> it's not. Maybe on a perfect scenario, it's 50. I don't know. Just no. No. I feel like it's more of the athlete, but a big chunk of it is to the coaching. So, yeah. So this will be really exciting to see how this all plays out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'll right, be right back. I'm gonna... All right. I'm back on the mic. I was like, you know what? I did not fall asleep. I just had to like inch myself up a little bit more. So don't like me crying. Okay. <laughs> not that funny, but it is a little funny because I never normally do that. Um, yeah. So I was ranting and raving, saying about coaching and like I feel like it's sixty percent athlete, forty percent coaching maybe 50 50 if someone to argue like 50 percent coaching 50 percent athlete you know it, i guess it can vary depending on what you mean if it's just for regular training um i'm talking about competitive training though you know but the coaching goes a long way so it'll be exciting to see sarah sig i call her sarah sig it'll be exciting to see like change in her performance. And I mean, we could always be like, you know, maybe it was the programming, maybe it was the coach. Um, I mean, if you look at the relationship that Tia Kumi has and her coach is her husband, but they have like such a professional relationship about it. And obviously he's going to put her first and care about her. So if you have somebody that has your back like that and has makes time for you and is supportive, I mean, it's going to how you perform too and then he programs for her you know and he's strict and firm enough where it's like no nonsense you know what I mean like you can tell like the dynamic they have is like rare you know 
because it's like they'll be arguing and then he'll then he'll be like no you need to do x y and z she's like well I, but then when she's training like when like now for the open she just listens to everything he says but you'll hear them go back and forth like when they're just she's just training and they go over stuff you'll see them go back and forth and might disagree but they have such a tight relationship and look at her how many times she's won you know so like it's just a rare situation where it's like, you know, her coach and it's her husband and it works. Like, And then he'll be like, oh, it's all her. And she'll argue and she'll say it's all him. And I'm like, that's just the cutest, sweetest thing. Like, Jesus. He's like, you know, Tia says it's me, but, you know, she's the one that puts in the effort. She's the one that does X, Y, Z. And, you know, and they blog and they vlog and they see their journey, where they live, what, what she eats. Like, I'm a nerd. I like watching that stuff. I'm like, oh, that's what he eats for breakfast? Oh, okay. And then it's good to get insight, like, on what works. So, like, when I'm training, I like to do X, Y, and Z. And, you know, like, I watch the male and the females in here, both sides. So, all right. Remember when I was talking before? And I was like, I don't know if it's 50 pounds or, okay. So, the equipment for the one dumbbell is 35 for women and 50 pounds for men. I wasn't sure if it was 55 or, so it's 50. Like, uh, I don't want to get too political, but it's like, why is it so different? Like, why wouldn't it be 45? Why would it be 50? But, you know, anywho, I've used the 45 pound bar before. Um, I'm not sure how that works because I don't call it a female bar. As a 35-pound bar and a 45 is a male bar, I just don't do that. Okay. <laughs> to me, it's a weight. Um, one pull-up bar that allows for common hanging movements and kipping. So you know it's going to be pull-ups. One box, 24-inch, 20-inch, with at least 15 by 15 surface. That's your plyo box. And wall space. I'm like, wait. That was not on the diagram that they had before. It's wall space. Like I'm saying, that's usually for your handstand push-ups or something. What else would it be? Which you saw me trying to kick up, right? So, I mean, I, I did my own programming. I started, I went at my own pace. I listened to my body. I paid attention to my diet. It started to fall off. But, like, it's perfect when, the, when you get those reminders that the open's coming and then it reminds you to... Just tighten everything up, clean everything up, get more uh, get more veggies, greens, and protein. Sleep, especially to recover for this, because you're not going to have much time to recover each week. Depending on you, still work out. Like I still, you know, like for an example. All right, the open drops, the live announcement drops on that Thursday, right? Which would be March 11th. I'm going to do the workout. I mean, it varies on how I feel. It's the first workout. So, I mean, maybe the Friday, Saturday after I'll do it. You have Sunday, Monday. You got to submit your score by Monday. Um, and then you have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to recover. Uh, recovery means different things for different people. I mean, like, active recovery but I'm not going to, I don't know. I see people do some ridiculous stuff where they're doing full-out class, classes like they were doing before and slanging heavy weight. Like, I just don't know what happens to people if they just lose their common sense in the process. Like, I just saw, 
a performance, you know, that uh, same performance I seen from three years ago by by crossfitters that have been doing this longer than me. And it's like, what are you doing? You still haven't learned that you just can't go hard all the time for no reason? <laughs> I mean, it's for a reason in your head. I get it. But, like, why are you really, like, doing the most for, what, for a hand clap? Like, I just watch this select group and I'm just like, geez, I'll pray. Like, where's my holy water? Like, I'm not, everyone gets better. I notice, you know, I pay attention. I was watching. Obviously, what are you going to do when people are throwing down weights and all this stuff right in front of your personal space? I'm like, okay, there's no need for this. But if you want to do the show, okay. Like, always like this. And I'm just like, all right, I watch. Like, everyone gets better. It's good to see everyone got better. I mean, I saw a girl in there. I was doing heavier push press than her, you know? And now she's swinging around, you know, doing stuff. But for you, but, you know, what matters to me, if you're a so-called athlete, I want to see what you got during these uh, events. And like I said before, like, I've gone to events before and judged and been a spectator and seen people flop. Like, they can't handle the mental pressure. They get psyched out. They're, you know, on a full adrenaline rush, and their form is off, and it's no rep, it's no rep, it's this, it's that. You know, some of these events, you know the workouts beforehand. It's not like the open. So you already know. Uh, see, <laughs> I'm being nice. I'm going to be nice. So you already know the workouts. Like, what more? Like, what? I, I can't. Like, can somebody tell me what's going on in the world of crazy? Like, wouldn't that be better? For you to plan it accordingly, but still, it doesn't matter when the adrenaline starts. Adrenaline starts kicking in. There's a crowd of people. Sometimes you can't hear. Like when I was at Waterpalooza, I just sat back. Like I was like, if I wasn't so excited and had so much stuff going on, and I was working, like the real dark side of me would have just started laughing at some people. But I wouldn't do that. Like I still would have. Like I see. I, I don't have the heart to do that, but in my mind I would be thinking, like, okay. Like, I would still clap because you don't, you don't, and somebody said this, and I'm not defending CrossFitters anymore because we're not all one of the same. I'm not. Certain things are one and the same, but certain behaviors, like, I don't even see in the elite athletes. I don't know why. Joe Schmo that does CrossFit locally is acting like that. Like, that's what I just could never wrap my head around it. I'm like, okay, like, Matt Frazier could act tough and say, you know, he'll talk smack and he'll joke around, but Tia Kumi, sweetest pie. Why are the locals acting like they won three championship, three games? And why? I just don't understand. So stop, okay? Everybody sucked their first year. You can be on top one year and then on the bottom the next year. You can do a total drop and flop in an event right in front of me, and I never forget. <laughs> I, I don't. I never forget. This is one thing about me. I forgive, but I never forget. Like, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, you're making fun of me in class because I didn't, couldn't do the wall climb. But you could do a handstand walk. Amazing. Wonderful. But when you were in an event, you couldn't do it. What happened? What happened? Like, you just got to humble yourself. And, like, when I find people that aren't as humble, I'm like, nah, man. When I first started, people were humble. 
fine. You had your moments where you flipped out because Dave Castro. You know, there's moments like that where you didn't do your best. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you showing off or making or trying to intimidate people. There's a small percentage of people that try to do that because their ego gets in the way. And then, you know, make a joke about it. It's like, it's, it's insensitive. And there's always going to be somebody better than you. So, I mean, especially if you have a sports background, I don't know what you think you're doing. You know, so just stop. Like, I just, like, it's such a turn off to me. It's like, okay, like, and you're, like, dying for me to, like, like, I don't, it doesn't bother me. Like, I don't know what this, it never did for me. The only thing, and I'll be, like, completely honest, like, my first year, like, it did suck when you were on the leaderboard. And But this happens to everybody. When you first start your first year and you're, like, on the bottom. Like, you're on Wattify or they do, you know, the, the stats on the on the whiteboard and your name's on the bottom, lowest reps or last place or the longest time or, you know, everyone's watching you finish. Like, sometimes it helps and then sometimes you're embarrassed. Like, okay, I'm the last one in the class and now everyone's watching me. So, you know, some gyms don't even do that anymore. Some gyms don't even use Wattify anymore. Some gyms, like, there's certain things that I appreciated when I first started, but now I see why they don't do them anymore. But it depends on the people that's in that environment. And, of course, it depends on the owner and the coaches and how and what vibe they bring. So, like, you know, you could totally make it comfortable for everyone to, you know, support each other. But I just get turned off from group classes because of that. But on a positive, I feel like now that they've got new ownership, they're getting programming now. And if you're an uh, affiliate, CrossFit headquarters will be sending you um, prep workouts, workouts to do after they announce. So after they announce, obviously, because nobody's supposed to know the workouts, they'll send everyone like warm up and uh, cool down or recovery work for after the workout to program in your class. It's amazing because more than likely that's your programming for the week is already done uh, for the open for those days. Or I don't know what they're going to offer. It could be for the week. I mean, I don't think it would be for the week because you wouldn't know the workout. So at least for that day or the next day or that weekend, usually people run the heats throughout the weekend, Thursday, Friday, or no, sorry. Well, yeah, some people do Thursday, the announcement day. They'll do Thursday, Friday, Saturday. All the classes will be the, the um, open workout. Or they'll give select hours for those that are doing it and then for those that don't care about it. Some gyms, they do their own regular class. You know, it can be intimidating for some people if they're not that competitive. So they try to make it for everyone, like, if they're not super competitive, to just, you know, they can do a different workout. My thing is, why are you there for a competitive sport if you're that turned off by it? Like, just, what do you think this is? Like, I pay no mind to it. I'm all for the competition part of it. You don't like it too bad. And that's what you're doing in the open. You're competing. So, you know, whether you're last, second to last, whatever. Okay. All I can say is last year I was top for masters for women in my gym. So, (laughs) and I didn't even know I could check. Like there's different settings on the leaderboard. So I was playing around and I said, oh, let me see like the stats within the gym because the year before I was independent. So I didn't even know about doing that because I had my own independent score. But they switch up the leaderboard now where you can, you know, switch by, you know, you can put people's names in too. They made it fun last year where you could put like, oh, my friend Jane and Joe are two different gyms. I'm going to put their names in and we'll see. We'll have our own competition that goes on. That's pretty cool. 
So um, I just said, nah, I want to see everybody who's in my gym. Like, you know, so that was cool. But um, yeah, I'm just trying to say, you just got to be humble about it because you might, you, you, there's the, the one thing I appreciate about CrossFit is you could be RX or you can be all scaled or you can be intermediate like me or you can be, you know, no equipment, adaptive, still do the, the movements, still participate, still improve every year. And it's fine. You can be stronger and then you can be scaled and have better push presses than someone who's RX. Like, it's just like, maybe you can do more push-ups than, you know, uh, you know, it just doesn't matter. Like, you never know what you're going to be strongest at and then maybe that day you're not so good. Like, maybe your push-ups that day suck because your arms are fatigued or I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> just stop being, like, overly confident cocky if you want to be fine but then the minute you start making people feel like intimidated or you try to make them feel like you're better than them then I'm not with that I'm not with that whatsoever and it doesn't even have to be CrossFit <laughs> I don't care if it's Zumba class like seriously Zumba strong like I no no the only thing I don't like is when you're judging people that are competitive but you came into a whole competitive sport of CrossFit it's the fit. It's the sport. Of, it's it's the sport of fitness. Like yo, what? And the open is the competitive part of it. So maybe if it was like a regular class and it was a little too much, people were doing doing the most. That does happen. But for the open, what do you, what did you expect? <laughs> what did you expect? Everybody all over the world is doing it. You might feel a little pressured. You know, you got to submit your score. Like what? Did, what did you think was going to go down? Like, and these are like people that have seen this for years. It's not even like first time crossfitters. I'm like, why are you so pissed? Like, like you didn't know the open. <laughs> it's like, what did you think? Why you're embarrassed? You don't think you're going to do so good? Like, all right. So you have to be mentally ready for this. And sometimes you can go in and be like, all right, I'm going to treat it as you know, if it's a class, because sometimes I throw down in the classes like it's a competition. I'm just telling you. Like, yeah, I'm beating the clock or whatever. If you want to go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. One, one time, me and this girl went barbell, told to throw down on deadlifts. And I was like, uh-uh, ain't nobody messing with me with deadlifts. Let's get it. And we were going pow, 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 pow. Like, you hit the, hear the clink, 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 clink of the, of the barbell. And the two of us was going whoosh, whoosh. And everyone was like, oh, they're going at it. Like, and then afterwards, I was like, yeah. She was like, yo, you take good. Like, we were like laughing about it and hugging afterwards it was just like <laughs> but in the moment I was like na 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 sweetheart and the girl was like 25 I was like 35 I threw that down what I said nah you ain't beating me today what what let me tell you she got you know what handed to her that day and it was cool like we just hugged and like she was like oh my god and then you like fan out on each other and then another day she was doing like overhead squats and I was like yo like you know that's what I miss because it's okay because you know certain things people are better at than others like you know what I mean so I knew like uh, I'm like I'm like oh you got me today now <laughs> uh, <laughs> you paying me back for the um deadlifts now you're doing the overhead squats oh, all right you got me <laughs> so it's it's all good if you find the right group of people you have like really amazing moments memorable moments like emotional moment like the yeah the open is always emotional always always whether you started out emotional you'll end up emotional if you, or if you you know 
you some point whether it be maybe week two you were emotional week three you didn't care anymore you're over it like at some point you're going to be emotional um something's going to creep on you up on you it's dave castro is going to throw something at you that you didn't practice for a long time and you're going to suck and you're going to be pissed and you're going to be mad at him or mad at yourself but you should be mad at yourself first or you can be mad at him first and then mad at yourself because that, that happens to me and then you figure out okay Looks like it's time for me to work on my push-ups or whatever. I'm just giving an example. For me, one year, it was power cleans. I was like, that's my favorite lift. I don't understand what happened. I was like, oh, I could have lifted. Oh, man, I only had to lift it up like once or twice, but I already done like burp, burpee box jumpo. Oh, God, they're probably going to do that. Oh, my God, I'm having flashbacks. There's no way you can, no. Burpee box jump overs. Yo. <laughs> on that note, all right, let me wrap this up. I'm just glad to be back on. I know this pod is going to sound a lot better than the other ones, so I'm really happy about that. Because the sound quality to me is like everything. Like Somebody was making fun of my earphones because they weren't beats, but they were something else. I'm like, is beats the only wireless headphones? Like, come on. And it's not even beats anymore. Like, there's other wild, and I drop stuff, so you don't know how many times a day I drop stuff. Break, like, it breaks, like, randomly. I don't, I will be in my hand and it will just drop. I don't even know what, or I put it on the counter, go to reach for something. Like, I drop and break stuff so many times. I was like, I'm not buying any expensive, especially, like, in the gym, because sometimes I'm, like, I was doing double unders and my headphones flew off. And I can't wear the ones that go in your ear. Like, let's just forget about it. If you see my ears, they're small. I tried it, kept taking it out every time. Then one year, I didn't even have wireless, so I had the wires sticking out, and that was the only ones that fit in my ear. And everyone's like, why are you wearing, like, what year is this, 1925? Like, (laughs) I was like, I know there's wireless, but they don't fit in my ear. So I went and I bought the big ones. I was like, I don't want big beats like the old, like, like, my nephew used to wear that, and now I'm wearing the wireless ones like that. But they're not Beats, and, but they sound perfect. Like, the bass, everything is pumping. Uh, <laughs> and they're not too loud, like you can hear. Sometimes you can hear what I'm listening to, because if I have it loud, but they're pumping. And they, like, for hours. Like, I don't have to charge it, like, right away. Unless, you know, I can wear them for hours. So I wear them. Leave me alone. Okay, so sound matters to me. So I told him, I said, I don't care if it's beats, sweets, sleeps. I will wear them. And the ones I got were pink. So I was like, if it's not pink, you know, come on now. You know, I like pink. So I have me a pink one. And I'm like, let me get a backup one. So I have black ones. And then I have another backup one that, that goes in my ear. Because one day I forgot my headphones. And if, you don't, if I don't have my music when I'm working out sometimes, it's like devastating. So I had to wear the backup ones that kept falling out of my ear. So I was just like... You know, there's a method to my madness. There really is. But thank you guys for tuning in. I'll be in probably after the first week, but then after that, I'm going on hiatus because I need time to reflect. Thank you for being my friend when I needed one.